and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today I'll be reading Hans My Hedgehog. Once upon a time there was a farmer who had plenty of money and property, but rich as he was, his happiness was not complete. He had no children with his wife. When he went into town with the other farmers, they often made fun of him and asked why he had no children. One day he finally got angry, and when he went home he said, I want to have a child even if it's a hedgehog. Then his wife gave birth to a child whose upper half was hedgehog and the bottom half human. When she saw the child she was horrified and said, You see how you cursed us? There's nothing we can do about it now, said her husband. The boy must be christened, but we'll never find a godfather for him. There's only one name I can think of for him, said the wife, and that's Hans my Hedgehog. After he was christened, the pastor said, He won't be able to sleep in a regular bed because of his quills. Therefore, they gathered together some straw, spread it on the floor behind the stove, and laid Hans my Hedgehog on it. His mother could not nurse him because he might have stuck her with his quills. So he lay behind the stove for eight years, and eventually his father got tired of him and wished he might die, but he did not die. He just kept lying there. One day there was a fair in town, and the farmer decided to go to it and asked his wife if she would like anything. Some meat and a few rolls, she said. That's all we need for the house. Then he asked the maid, and she wanted a pair of slippers and stockings with clocks. Finally, he went and asked his son, Hans, my hedgehog, what would you like to have? Father, he said, just bring me back some bagpipes. When the farmer returned home, he gave his wife the meat and rolls he had bought. Then he handed the maid the slippers and stockings with clocks. Finally, he went behind the stove and gave Hans, my hedgehog, his bagpipes. Upon receiving the bagpipes, he said, Father, please go to the blacksmith and have him shoe my rooster, then I'll ride away and never come back. The father was happy at the idea of getting rid of him and had his rooster shod. When the rooster was ready, Hans my hedgehog mounted it and rode away, taking some donkeys and pigs with him, which he wanted to tend out in the forest. Once he reached the forest, he had the rooster fly him up into a tall tree, where he sat and tended the donkeys and pigs. He sat there for many years, until the herd was very large, and he never sent word to his father of his whereabouts. As he sat in the tree, he played his bagpipes and made beautiful music. One day a king, who had lost his way in the forest, came riding by. When he heard the music, he was so surprised that he sent his servant to look around and see where the music was coming from. The servant looked around, but all he could see was a small animal sitting up in a tree that seemed to be a rooster with a hedgehog sitting on top of it playing music. The king told the servant to ask the creature why he was sitting there and whether he knew the way back to the king's kingdom. Hans my hedgehog climbed down from the tree and said he would show him the way if the king would promise in writing to give him the first thing he met at the castle courtyard when he returned home. No danger in that, thought the king. Hans, my hedgehog, can't understand writing, so I can write whatever I want. The king took pen and ink and wrote something down, and after he had done this, Hans, my hedgehog, showed him the way, and the king arrived home safely. 
When his daughter saw him coming from afar, she was so overcome with joy that she ran out to meet him and kissed him. Then he thought of Hans my hedgehog and explained to her what had happened. He had been forced to make a promise in writing to a strange creature who had demanded to have the first thing the king met upon returning home. This creature had been sitting on a rooster as though it were a horse and had been playing beautiful music. The king told his daughter that he had, however, written down that Hans my hedgehog was not to get what he demanded. Anyway, it made no difference since he could not read. The princess was happy to hear that and said it was a good thing since she would never have gone with him anyway. Hans my hedgehog continued tending his donkeys and pigs. He was always cheerful sitting there perched in his tree, playing his bagpipes. Now it happened that another king came driving by with his servants and couriers. He too had lost his way, and the forest was so large that he did not know how to get back home. He too heard the beautiful music from afar, and told a courier to go and see what it was. So the courier went to the tree and saw the rooster sitting there with Hans my hedgehog on its back, and the courier asked him what he was doing up there. I'm tending my donkeys and pigs, but what can I do for you? The courier asked him whether he could show them the way out of the forest, since they were lost and could not make it back to their kingdom. Hans my hedgehog climbed down from the tree with his rooster and told the old king that he would show him the way if the king would give him the first thing that he met when he returned home to his royal castle. The king agreed and put it in writing that Hans my hedgehog was to have what he demanded. When that was done, Hans my hedgehog rode ahead of him on the rooster and showed him the way. The king reached his kingdom safely, and as he entered the castle courtyard there was great rejoicing. His only daughter, who was very beautiful, ran toward him and embraced him. She was very happy to see her old father again and asked him what in the world had kept him so long. He told her he had lost his way and would not have made it back at all had it not been for a strange creature, half human, half hedgehog, who had helped him find his way out of the forest. The creature had been sitting astride a rooster up in a tall tree and had been playing beautiful music. In return for his aid, the king had promised to give him the first thing that met him at the castle courtyard. Now, he was very sorry that it had happened to be her. However, out of love for her old father, the princess promised him that she would go with Hans my Hedgehog whenever he came. In the meantime, Hans my Hedgehog kept tending his pigs, and the pigs had more pigs, and eventually there were so many that the entire forest was full of them. Then Hans my Hedgehog decided that he no longer wanted to live in the forest, and he sent word to his father to clear out all the pigsties in the village, for he was coming home with such a huge herd of pigs that anyone who wanted to slaughter one could have his pick. On hearing this, his father was so distressed, for he had believed that Hans my Hedgehog had been long dead. Nevertheless, Hans my Hedgehog mounted his rooster, drove his pigs ahead of him into the village, and ordered the slaughtering to begin. Phew! There was such chopping and butchering that the noise could be heard for miles around. Afterward, Hans my Hedgehog said, Father, have the blacksmith shoe my rooster one more time, then I'll ride away and never return as long as I live. His father, glad that Hans my Hedgehog would never return again, had the rooster shod. When Hans my Hedgehog departed, he set out for the first kingdom. But the king had given his men orders to stop anyone who was riding a rooster and playing bagpipes from entering the castle. If necessary, they were to use their guns, spears, or swords. 
So when Hans my hedgehog came riding, they attacked him with their bayonets. But he put spurs to his rooster, and the bird rose in the air, flew over the gate, and landed on the ledge of the king's window. He called to the king to keep his promise and give him the princess, otherwise he would take his life and his daughter's as well. Then the king implored his daughter to go with Hans my hedgehog to save their lives. So she dressed herself all in white, and her father So she dressed herself all in white, and her father gave her a coach with six horses, splendid servants, money, and property. She got into the coach and was followed by Hans my hedgehog, with his bagpipes and his rooster by his side. They then said goodbye and drove away, and the king thought that that was the last he would ever see of his daughter. But things happened much differently. When they had gone a little way, Hans my Hedgehog took off her beautiful clothes and stuck her with his quills until she was covered with blood. This is what you get for being so deceitful, he said. Go back home. I don't want you. Then he sent her away, and she lived in disgrace for the rest of her life. Meanwhile, Hans my Hedgehog, carrying his bagpipes, continued his journey on his rooster. Eventually he came to the second kingdom, which belonged to the other king he had led out of the forest. However, this king had ordered his men to present arms and greet him by shouting, Long may he live! After that they were to escort him into the royal palace. When the king's daughter saw him, she was startled and frightened because he looked so strange. Yet there was nothing she could do, so she thought, for she had promised her father to go with him. Therefore she welcomed Hans my hedgehog, and then they were married. After the wedding ceremony, he led her to the royal table, where they sat down together and ate and drank. When evening came and it was time to go to bed, she was quite afraid of his quills, but he said not to be scared, because he had no intention of harming her. Then he told the old king to have four men stand watch in front of the bedroom door and to make a big fire, for when he got inside and was prepared to go to bed, he would slip out of his hedgehog's skin. The men were then to rush in quickly, throw the skin on the fire, and stand there until it was completely consumed. When the clock struck eleven, he went into the room, stripped off the hedgehog's skin, and left it on the floor. Right after this, the men came, picked up the skin, and threw it into the fire. When the fire had consumed it, he was set free, and lay in bed just like a human being. But he was pitch black, as if he had been burned. The king sent for his doctor, who rubbed him with special ointments and balms, and gradually he became white and turned into a handsome young man. When the princess saw that, she was very happy. The next morning they got up in a joyful mood and had a fine meal. Then the marriage was performed again properly with Hans as a human, and the old king bequeathed his kingdom to Hans my hedgehog. After some years had passed, Hans, with his wife, drove to visit his father, and he told the old man that he was his son. The father, however, said he had no son, but he once had one, but he had been born with quills like a hedgehog and had gone out into the world. Hans my hedgehog revealed himself to his father then, and the old man rejoiced and went back with him to his kingdom. My tale is done, and now it's on the run. The End the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives License. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. 
His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The Music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover, off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments, or subscribe through iTunes. And if you're in iTunes, would you mind leaving a review or clicking on stars to give this podcast a rating? It helps other people find the tales, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you.